welcome to the Movies Past and Present Podcast. It's June 26th, 2021, and this is episode 72. I'm your host, Stanford Clark, and I'm podcasting from the crossroads of the West in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Just like my blog, moviespastandpresent.com, I'll be providing recommendations, commentary, and reviews about current and classic cinema. Thanks for tuning in, and let's do this thing. New in theaters this weekend, it actually started yesterday, Was uh, is F9. Uh, it is the ninth film in the Fast and Furious film series. Um, this uh, this film series started in, in uh, 2001. It's just celebrating its 20th anniversary. And... And has earned, um, you know, around $5 billion worldwide uh, in box office. So, you know, very popular series. Uh, F9 was actually supposed to open up last year, uh, but due to COVID, they they pushed it out to this summer. And and, and here we are. Uh, I got to see F9 yesterday uh, on opening day, and I will be reviewing it later in the podcast. But just as an overview... Um, uh, F9 stars again Vin Diesel, uh, who's back as Dominic Toretto, uh, who's you know kind of the the uh, the kingpin of, of this uh, film series. Uh, Dom is leading a quiet life off the grid with his wife Letty, who is again played by Michelle Rodriguez, and uh, and Dom's son Little Brian. But they know that danger always lurks over the uh, oh, just over their peaceful horizon. This time, that threat will force Dom to confront the sins of his past if he's going to save those he loves most. His crew joins together to stop a world-shattering plot led by the most skilled assassin and high-performance driver they've ever encountered, a man who also happens to be Dom's forsaken brother, Jacob, uh, who's played by John Cena, uh, the wrestler. Uh, F9 also sees the return as uh, uh, of Justin Lin as the director. Uh, Lynn directed the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth films in this series. And I really think Lynn is the one who's, uh, you know, brought these films up to the level of popularity that they, that they, uh, that they enjoy today. Um, this film goes all around the world. They go to London, they go to Tokyo, they go to Central America, they go to Azerbaijan. I'm not kidding. Um, and along the way, old friends will be resurrected. Literally, we'll get into that. Uh, old foes will return. History will be rewritten. And the true meaning of family will be tested like never before. Uh, F9 is rated PG-13 by the Motion Picture Association for sequences of violence and action and language. And as I said, I will be reviewing F9 and talking a little bit more about the entire Fast and Furious series, or as Universal Pictures likes to call it, the Fast Saga. Um, later in this podcast. All right, in classic cinema corner. Um, also, and, and and also to be aware of for this weekend, um, the Birdcage, uh, which is celebrating its twenty fifth anniversary, is returning to the big screen. On June 27th, 28th, and 30th, uh, it's part of, of the Turner Classic Movies Big Screen Classic Series. It's TCM's um, shout-out to Pride Month, 
and uh, this is this is a uh, really hilarious film. If you've never seen it, uh, came out in 1996, directed by uh, Mike Nichols. Um, it's based on the French um, film La Cage à Fall, and uh, this 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 uh, iteration stars Robin Williams. And Nathan Lane is a gay couple who um, uh, they have a son, and and uh, their son wants to get married, and he's 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 uh, uh, I can't I think I think that they're you know engaged, but he's um, or if not just dating, but his girlfriend is a uh, the daughter of a of a very conservative U.S. senator who's played by Gene Hackman. And so you you see the 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 conflict that is about to happen. <laughs> uh, Diane Weiss also stars. She plays she plays the the wife of the of the of the, of, of Gene Hackman's character, and um, it's it's really a a a a, a funny and 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 thought provoking film. So the Birdcage again playing June twenty seventh, twenty eighth, and thirtieth. Um, I've got links to, to, uh, on the podcast notes on my blog, but go to fathomevents.com slash TCM. And there you can find out if, uh, where there's a screening near you and you can get tickets, etc. And also see, there's, there's some other cool stuff coming up, uh, throughout the rest of the year from the TCM big screen classic series, which we'll be covering in future episodes of the podcast. For reviews this week, I just want to give a shout out to a couple of films which I have uh, seen and loved. If you if you follow me on social media, particularly on Instagram, these are two films that I've picked as my movies of the week, and I hope you'll you'll take the chance to see them. Uh, first up is In the Heights. Uh, this is a, a film adaptation of of the hit Broadway musical. Musical opened in two thousand eight. Um, with songs by Lin Manuel Miranda, uh, of course the guy who who brought us Hamilton. Uh, this was his his first really big show, and uh, I I really love this film. It's 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 a it's a love letter to the to the uh, Latinx culture uh, of the Washington Heights neighborhood in New York City, and uh, it stars primarily just unknown. Actors, there's a few, there's a few well-known or familiar faces you probably recognize in it, but um, and directed by John M. Chu. John uh, is the director of the film Crazy Rich Asians, which um, hopefully you've seen. That's that's a really terrific romantic comedy. Um, there's a lot of things I loved about it in the Heights. It it um, you know it just follows the story of these basically these four. Uh, Young people who who are who are finding their way in the world, and then of course they've got a a variety of characters in, from people living in the neighborhood that um, add a lot of uh, life and interest to 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 the story. But 
the and the film was shot uh you know on location in in uh in Washington Heights in New York they 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 used a lot of cool stuff they use a um, kind of a community pool uh, that's that's there for a, for a really splashy fun uh, scene that's that's an homage to to the Busby Berkeley and Esther Williams musicals of the 1940s and 50s um, and and a lot of great movie magic that that that, that John M Chu and team decide to use there's one wonderful uh, dance scene that takes place on the side of a building and and it's a it's an homage to to uh the film Royal Wedding where Fred Astaire is dancing on the on the ceiling um you know not to be confused with Lionel Richie <laughs> uh but it's it's just just a charming wonderful uh celebration of life i i, I really loved it in the heights and would highly recommend it um another film i'd highly recommend it was also another one of my movies of the week is uh, the film Luca. This is the latest from Pixar Animation Studios. It's playing exclusively on Disney Plus, and you don't even have to pay any extra if you're already a Disney Plus subscriber. Um, similar to what uh, they did with uh, Pixar's film Soul last year, but Luca is is this wonderful little charming, weird film set in, set in Italy and kind of like in the 1950s. They're not really specific about the year, but the kind of is the vibe, given some of the pop music that they use, and it's about a little boy named Luca who is actually, uh, um, he's probably like eleven or twelve years old. He's a he's a sea monster, and these sea monsters uh, have the ability when they get on land to uh, turn into human form, and uh, and so. Uh, Luca meets meets a meets another boy around his age named Alberto who is a bit of a thrill seeker and doesn't Luca's got parents. Um, it's unclear Alberto where Al, Alberto's parents are, at least in the beginning of the film, and and uh, he's he's a bit of a <laughs> a daredevil and a thrill seeker and kind of just you know a bon vivant. He um, but he and Luca uh, have a have a have a big adventure during one during one particular summer uh, as they as they venture into the human city. Uh, this this uh, film is so much fun. It's just it's just light and it's breezy. It's not there aren't big stakes. It's not overly serious. I mean, come on about these sea monsters, you know, but what I loved about it, I think the most is that is, was the setting. Um, you know, I, I lived in Italy for a while. It's, it's, uh, you know, I love the place and, 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 and I just feel like the, the artists there again, the magicians at Pixar really just captured, um, Italian life and, and, uh, kind of Italian, attitudes and and and, and uh, the just just the overall aesthetic of it all is it just felt like a it felt like an Italian vacation um, so uh, you know gets get some gelato if you can <laughs> make some pasta <laughs> have some gelato and uh, and enjoy Luca uh, from the comfort of your home uh, with you know great great animation uh, Fun and entertaining story, and again, just a light, breezy, happy film. 
are to the portion where I'll be giving my review of F9. But before that, um, you know, Universal Studios did a did did a really fun thing over these last couple of months. Uh, for the la- uh, last eight Fridays, Universal has had what they call Fast Friday screenings, and they have been showing each uh, of their you know eight. Uh, Fast and Furious films uh, in order uh, prior to the release of, of F9 on, on on June 25th. So uh, a buddy and I have gone to all uh, gone to all of these. We went to all eight of the of, of the Fast Friday screenings, and then we also got to see F9 um, yesterday. So it's actually been a, it's been a lot of fun because a lot I I kind of came into the Fast and Furious. Uh, movies a bit late. The first of these films I saw on the big screen was uh, Tokyo Drift, which is you know the third film of the series. So anyway, it was it was, it was great to see all of them on the big screen, and then just to see them in order. Uh, not that the plots are that complicated, but just to be able to have the experience. So many thanks to Universal Pictures for doing that. They offer these screenings for free. You just had to you know get the tickets. Um, and, and, uh, and, and show up, uh, and, and, in our market here in Salt Lake City, it was always the late show. Uh, so they started, you know, around kind of 9 30, 10 PM. And, uh, they, uh, and the, the multiplex where I went, they kind of rotated the theater, but some of these we got to see in the big fancy Dolby Atmos theater, particularly the first one. Fast and Furious, and that was really great. I, uh, they they had a terrific sound mix in all of these, and it again just fun to see. It's fun to see these movies on the big screen for free. Uh, so so uh, just as a quick overview, the Fast and the Furious, which is also celebrating its twentieth anniversary, it opened in it opened June twenty second in two thousand and one. Um. That was the first first film in the series. It stars starred Vin Diesel um, as as uh, Dominic Toretto, who is a was based in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, he's a he's a he's a car mechanic and a and a well known street racer. Um, and there's some mystery behind him too. Uh, but he's got he's got uh, his longtime girlfriend Letty. Who was played by Michelle Rodriguez, and um, a little sister named Mia, who's played by Jordana Brewster, and you know he's got a bit of a posse. There's some, some different characters that we see um, across multiple films, um, but also what's going on in the Fast and Furious is that that um, law enforcement agent uh, Brian O'Connor, who's played by Paul Walker, he's sent to infiltrate try to try to infiltrate this um street racing gang of 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 you know Vin Diesel's of you know Dominic Toretto um because there's there's suspicion that they're involved with a theft ring as well so anyway this this film the original Fast and Furious film from 2001 uh is really kind of set in in some reality, I mean the uh, the uh, racing scene in in Los Angeles, you know the street racing scene 
or yeah, um, and also the uh, uh, th- this kind of theft ring, as a bit outrageous as it's portrayed, uh, there was still it was based based in reality, and and uh, then. Uh, the second film, which was called Too Fast, Too Furious, with the number two um, on both of those, uh, instead of the word two, um, T-O. Uh, too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, Vin Diesel's not even in it. Uh, the uh, it, it focuses on the Brian O'Connor Connor character who, who uh, has, who's... Uh, this disgrace cop because you know from what happens into the, the fast and the furious i won't necessarily want to give all the plot points away if you haven't seen it or um again not that i would necessarily recommend you see all these <laughs> but still uh try to keep it somewhat spoiler free but um but uh it's focused on on brian o'connor he he, he moves to miami and so it's a bit of uh, about the kind of the, the the car culture that that's going on over in over in Miami. We get introduced to some new characters, um, particularly one that's played by the by the actor Tyrese, um, who who shows up in a lot of these films now. Um, and then the third film, which is called The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, which came out in two thousand six. I mean, they take a totally interesting turn with it, where it's it, it, you know Paul Walker and and Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel, with the exception of a little cameo by Vin, um, they're not even in it. Um, the, the action takes place uh, with with an American high schooler that that has that moves to Tokyo, um, who's a bit of a he's a bit of a troublemaker. Um, played by Lucas, this character is played by Lucas Black, and uh, and he gets involved with the drifts, the drift scene in uh, there that's go that goes on in, in Japan. So um, anyway, kind of weird, weird things with 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 the, the second and the third film. Finally, with the fourth film, they get the band back together. So so we got Vin Diesel, Paul Walker. Um, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster, you know, the, uh, as this, this film was just called fast and furious. <laughs> it came out in 2009. Um, then we've got what I consider the best film of the series, um, which is fast five. It came out in 2011. Um, this was got the, the whole gang, the whole gang back, um, also, though it stars uh, The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson, as as a as a law a law enforcement dude who is trying to take take uh, take down Dom Dom Toretto and, and and the gang and all sorts of other stuff is going on. I mean, it's absolute mayhem. But it's it's the one where I felt like uh, with Fast Five that it just captures the silliness of it, the, the gravity of it. And, and just, and just makes it all just delightful and fun. It's just that, that movie is just nothing but fun. Uh, starting with, with the sixth film, which is called fast and furious six <laughs> came out in 2013. Uh, this is where I, I, I call it, um, where I think the series really, uh, jumps the shark, I don't know if you've heard that phrase "jumps the shark," but it's it's um 
if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's it, it was coined from from a, a, an, a an old episode of Happy Days. Remember that TV show Happy Days, um, where Fonzie, played by Henry Winkler, he's Fonzie's water skiing, and he literally, while wa- there's a shark in the water, and he's able to to jump over the shark with his water skis. So I, I believe that's that's the etymology of this phrase. Uh, but it just it goes off into a level of ridiculousness that that where you, you again so much crazy stuff has ha- happens before in this series, but the stuff that happens in in six, it's so unrealistic that it that it's just to the point of it's 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 ridiculous. The big complaint I have in this in, in this sixth movie, yeah, movie is that. Uh, during the third act, the big final action scene, uh, there's an airplane that the the crew is trying to prevent it from taking off. And this scene goes on for like 20 minutes. And literally, that's the airplane is on this runway, you know, is on this take, uh, trying to take off for 20 minutes on this runway. So clearly the runway's got to be just miles long, <laughs> given, given the speed. And the distance they're going, and and uh, and then not to mention the fights kind of going on on and off the airplane and everything that's happening. So um, this, of course, was directed by by Justin Lin again, and he's um, he's a really good director with these action scenes. But you know, uh, you know, I think ten minutes into that runway, that final runway scene, you know, either I leaned over or my friend leaned over to me and was just like, "How long?" how long is this runway? <laughs> um, so that's just where that's just the beginning. Then, then with, with the seventh film, furious seven, and then the eighth film, the fate of the furious. So the seventh film came out in 2015, the, the eighth film, the fate or F eight of the furious, um, came out in 2017. And these, these, both of these films, they're so beyond ridiculous that, that, uh, uh, for me, it pulls out some of the joy, um, even though, as I said, like Fast Five does some really crazy stuff. There's still um, enough plausibility and enough stuff going on that's just not so crazy bizarre that uh, it still makes it really um, fun. The other thing that's that happens to. Uh, with these is that the, all, all all of the actors are pretty invincible. Nothing uh, with I mean they've killed off they've killed off some characters, um, and then of course you know sadly the actor Paul Walker, who was a big part of this, he he died uh, during the making of Furious Seven. And it was not related. He didn't die on the set. He he died in a car crash. Um, it was a high speed car crash that that. Um, anyway, not again. Not while not while the not while the making of the film. Just just kind of at the same time that the production was going on. But they haven't killed off his character. He's still the character still lives. They're just not really showing him. Um, which I you know which I appreciate which works. But. Um, one of the characters from Tokyo Drift, his name is Han. He's a he's played by the actor Soon King, and he's a uh, he's a great character. But 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 he died. He died a fiery death. Um, 
at the hands of the uh, of, of of the character played by Jason Statham, um, actor Jason Statham. Anyway, uh, not wanting to go into too much detail, but but Han Han, Han died. We also we we all saw it. Um, uh, Gal Gadot, the actress who was well, you know, we know is playing most recently Wonder Woman. Um, she had a role in a couple of these films, and and and, and she died. Uh, she died too. Her her character they haven't they haven't chosen to bring her back yet, which is a bummer. I think they should. <laughs> but but anyway, uh, I'll get more into Han here in just in just a bit. But um, in 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 Furious Seven, they. Um, they go to, they go to Dubai and, 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 uh, it almost has like this James Bond feel to it, which just seems so out of place. And, and, uh, they, 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 they drive a car that's the, the, that's, uh, holding this, this chip or something that they need. Uh, they drive it from between three, uh, skyscraper towers. You know, this car's this car's being stored on a high floor of this of one building, and then they drive it into one, and then it goes into another, and it's kind of funny, but then also it's just kind of like it's just so so unbelievable, and and again there are no there are no there are no stakes because these people can't get hurt, um, you know, again for the most part, and it's just I don't know, it's 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 a bit it's a bit maddening in that that you know that first film that Fast and Furious the, the uh, from 2001 that sets sets it all up. It's a pretty cool premise, and these are really interesting and likable characters that that um, that again are just taking on, are taking on this totally bonkers <laughs> and, uh, 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 journey. So now to now to and I guess one other thing just to say there's 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 been a spinoff film that that was in in, in 2019. Called Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, so this is a film. Hobbs again referring to The Rock, and Shaw referring to that character by Jason Statham. Decker Shaw is the character's name. They uh, th- these two just they're they're total enemies, and they get put together in this adventure where they need to where they need to actually cooperate, and uh, and they collaborate you know and, and take down the bad guy together, um, and it's. It's a horrible film, and and uh, one of the things that I know uh, I've talked to my, my my friends and family about, and they're kind of sick of me uh, <laughs> talking about it. But uh, you know, I mean, The Rock's The Rock, right? And he's 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 a uh, he 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 he's a giant dude. Um, again, big big strong guy, uh, and but but they they basically you know. He's he you know he can defy the laws of of physics, gravity, as well as just as well as just no injuries happening happen to him. There's one scene in Hobbs and Shaw where he's he's rappelling down a skyscraper. Uh, you know, I mean, this is a big building. This is fifty plus stories building probably, and and uh, and there's some other you know bad guys that are on. Uh, that are on that are repelling to or that are you know on on some with some kind of a rope and literally the rock at one point does this free fall down this building and who knows how many stories he falls but it's like 20 plus when he's basically doing this free fall 
he lands on top of a car, you know, so it absolutely smashes this car. And then just basically just gets up and brushes himself off and runs off screen. And, and, uh, that was the point where I just said, wow, I, I'm just not sure this, this doesn't as you know, I know these movies are just supposed to be fun and mindless fun, but, but, uh, to be so, um, cartoony and, and so with, with just no stakes involved, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it becomes very uninteresting. So F9 is just, that's just basically all it is. It's just, it's, it's, it's cartoony. No stakes because nobody can get, nobody can get hurt. You know, at one point, you know, Vin Diesel has a big, really long fall. And he falls into, into water, but there's all this debris and all this stuff going on. And, you know, Letty looks, you know, screams. She's very, she sees this happening. And, you know, like, you know, oh my goodness, like, like this is going to kill, this is going to kill Dom. And of course we all know it's not because, I mean, they're not, you know, hopefully they're not going to kill off Vin Diesel anytime soon. Um, and, and of course, I don't want the character to, to die either. But uh, again, there's just like, no, there's just no stakes. Um, and of course, he doesn't die. And then, and then uh, at one point near kind of the f- finale, um, <laughs> Vin, Vin gets hurled out of this vehicle, sticks the landing, all the Spider Man. And then. All this shrapnel and explosions and stuff are going on around him. Nothing hits him. And he's just, just again just able to just kind of walk off and go go to the next go to the next thing. Uh so there's there, there's a, so there's a lot going on. In in um F9, uh uh Charlie's Theron is back as is kind of the as is kind of the big bad. But but two big things are ha- happen in F nine. Charlie's Theron's character is working with Dom Toretto's long lost brother Jacob, who's played by John Cena. So we've never heard any reference about that Dom and Mia have another brother. Now, uh, it you know they they work it out. Um, and and they try they've tried to write this and they do some they do some stuff some uh, uh, flashback scenes you know where we where we understand the background of this, but the, in every single movie Dom Toretto talks about how family is the most important thing to him you know he doesn't have friends he's got family you know and so and so that's like the most important thing to him, and so for for Dom to kind of write off this brother. Again, maybe that's what gave him his his love of family, but um, it just seems so out of place. Uh, and you know, John Cena is is uh, he's a good action. He's he's gonna be a good action hero, you know, in, in, in these in these films or whatever else he's got he's got going on. Um, but still, weird. And then, uh, as you've probably seen in the, the trailers, again, if you're familiar with this series, um, the character Han, who is played uh, by uh, by the actor Soon Kong, who who we who we meet in Tokyo Drift in the first, you know, in, in that film, uh, he, you know, he died he he died really a fiery death that that we saw in, not in Tokyo Drift, uh, and then and then they show it again in, in context. Um, in one of these later films, but, uh, and like, 
Vin Diesel goes over and like retrieves his body and they bury him and it's a big it's a big deal. Well, he's back, and it turns out that that he you know this is I guess the one spoiler alert. Although I mean we already know this if you've seen the trailers that he didn't die. He didn't actually die. Um, Mister Nobody, who who's played by Kurt Russell in the series, who's this uh, kind of mysterious government uh, employee type person, um, somehow. It was all an illusion about Han's death. They needed they needed him. Uh, I don't know. So they tried to explain it. It didn't work. I mean, I'm glad that Han is. I'm glad that Han is resurrected because he's a great character. But again, uh, so so kind of comic booky, cartoony, in that uh, these people can just kind of come back to life whenever they whenever they want. So. Clearly, we know that's where the series is going. It, it its roots were were cool and a lot more appealing to me. I'd much rather see, uh, you know, a car race in a real place versus stuff. And then uh, F nine takes it just even one more level, where literally they they go into outer space. And I know that a lot of people have been joking about that for for years. And they and they go there. Um, so <laughs> anyway, um, I I. Uh, these films, these films are are, are 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 mindless fun, with the emphasis on mindless, and I don't wish to to uh, uh, to uh, be a jerk about it, but uh, but definitely uh, I don't find as much enjoyment out of it as I guess I wish I could, um, given that given that. Uh, uh, they're just just uh, so ridiculous. Well, that does it for this episode of the Movies Past and Present podcast. Again, links and more information about the movies discussed in today's podcast can be found in the podcast notes on my blog at moviespastandpresent.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Links are also on the blog. And please follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at MoviesPAP, as in past and present. As always, I hope you will enjoy some good movies this week, whether they be from the past or present. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, be safe out there and dedicate yourself to the truth.